Welcome to House Call, the podcast where we dive into the do's and don'ts of interior design. I'm your host, Caroline Klein. I'm an interior designer, vintage obsessed, and I want you to love coming home as much as I do. I'm here to give you practical tips and a roadmap to creating a home you never want to leave. Think of this as a coffee date with your interior design bestie. Let's get into it. Oh my gosh. Welcome, everyone. Um, I'm saying welcome, everyone, as if I'm speaking to an auditorium full of people rather than like the 10 people that will probably listen to this, but oh well. I'm really excited to be here and be in your speakers or headphones or wherever I am. I'm really optimistic about doing a podcast and I hope that it can be even a little bit helpful to a few people. As I said in the intro, I'm Caroline Klein. I'm an interior designer in South Carolina. I have loved design for as long as I can remember, and I really fell in love with design because good interior design is should be a fusion of a beautiful space that's stunning when you walk into it, and it should work really hard for the people that exist within it, and that may sound simple, but it can actually be super tricky sometimes. Plus, designing a home is this massive financial investment, so I really want to pull back the curtain a little bit and share some of my knowledge with you all, and hopefully it can benefit you in some small way. I have had some truly incredible interior design mentors in my life, and I just want to take what I've learned from them, my experience in the interior design industry and in school, and really synthesize that down for you and help you make your house feel a little bit more like a home that works well for you and your family. Okay, so without further ado, we are going to dive into the first topic that I want to talk about with you guys, which is, are you ready to tackle a kitchen renovation and five things in my opinion, I think you should consider before you dive into that venture. So the reason I wanted to talk about a kitchen renovation first is because it's something I get asked about a lot, and it is probably the most expensive renovation you will take on as a homeowner, apart from really big structural or layout changes. So I thought this was a good topic to kick things off. The first thing, in my opinion, that I think you really need to consider before you tackle a kitchen renovation is carefully consider your lifestyle. And the reason I wanted to talk about this first and probably the most is I think it's so, so important. The more you plan and consider your lifestyle beforehand, the easier your life will be in this renovation. I can guarantee it. In terms of your lifestyle, something to really think about critically beforehand is how do you want things to function and what do you want the layout to look like? If you love to entertain, you might want to consider a more open concept layout or an island. And if it's just you and your spouse, that's probably not necessary. Do you have lots of countertop appliances that need to be stored, like blenders and toasters and Instapots and air fryers that need to be stored somewhere, or are you a little bit more of a minimalist in the kitchen? Those those two different types of people are going to need different 
layouts and different storage options. So another factor that you want to consider with your lifestyle is materials. All materials have specific upkeep requirements or maintenance requirements, and it's really crucial that you understand that before you purchase and install countertops or flooring or design anything in your kitchen, really. So for example, marble is beautiful. I love marble, but it stains and etches very easily. So what that means is if you put, if you like set a lemon down, a cut lemon down on your kitchen countertop, the acid in that lemon is going to etch your marble countertops and you're not going to be able to get rid of that or wipe that away. But on the flip side, some people love, they love that patina. They love that aging effect that you get and other people that drives them crazy. So you just kind of need to figure out which person you are when you're choosing materials Another material that people love nowadays is quartz countertops. And quartz countertops are really great. They're very durable and very popular nowadays. And they can handle some heat, but you do want to be careful. And then another kitchen countertop material, as long as we're talking about it, is butcher block countertops. So those are butcher block countertops are like wood countertops. A lot of times I see them and I've done kitchens where we install them in the island and they're lovely. I love them. They have a little bit more of a rustic feel, but you do have to oil butcher block countertops so that they don't get kind of dry and cracked and gross looking. And if you're not willing to do that like once a month or something, butcher block countertops aren't going to be the best solution for you. So all of that is basically to say Just know yourself, know what you are willing to do in your kitchen, what's going to bother you, and really consider that beforehand. Because as beautiful as some photos may be of kitchens on Pinterest or whatever, those materials might not work for you at the end of the day. And like I said before, a kitchen is so such a hardworking space in your home, and you want to make sure that it can withstand all that you want to put it through. And the last thing I want to talk about before we move on from lifestyle is kids and pets. And I think this is especially important considering your kids and your pets, because we want your home to work for everybody that exists within your home. And that includes your kids and your dogs and your cats. So some things to consider with your kids. Do they like to hang out in the kitchen with you? Do they love to cook with you? Do they spread out on the kitchen island and do their homework while you cook dinner? Because if that's the case, then let's just accommodate for that. Let's make a spot for your kids to do their homework every night if that's an important part of your routine. And if you have kids, you probably have about a million and a half sippy cups and plastic plates and tiny little forks that need to be stored somewhere. And that's all like those are all problems that can be solved. We just need to think about that beforehand. And in terms of pets, where will your pet's food bowls go? I, with our last dog, Winchester, his pet food bowls went on one side of the island because that was really the only good place for them to go. But people were oftentimes kicking over his water bowl. So if I was designing my kitchen over again, I would have designed a specific place for his food and water bowls. Another fun thing that I've seen with pet Um, food and water bowls is basically creating a little like nook in your cabinetry with a pot filler above it 
that's you know, got water coming out of it and is fully plumbed. And then you don't have to pick up your dog's water bowl and carry it to the sink. You can just fill it up from the pot filler, which is super fun. Those are the kind of details that really make your house feel like home. It really puts it over the top, makes it feel custom and a little bit more luxury to you and your lifestyle. Okay, moving on from lifestyle, the next thing that I think you really should consider before you tackle a kitchen renovation is be future oriented. As I mentioned before, a kitchen renovation is a massive undertaking financially, and you might be tempted to skip, like kind of skimp in the short term and go with more budget-friendly options. But more often than not, those are lower quality options, lower quality materials, and they're not going to hold up as well long term. So I recommend don't skip in the short term and you'll be happier in the long term. The fact of the matter is kitchens sell houses. And even if you're not thinking you're going to sell your house soon, a kitchen renovation or a kitchen upgrade is not an easy thing to do right before you sell a house. So make sure you're thinking 10 or 20 years in the future about how that kitchen will age, how that kitchen could be an investment for you long term. And then along those same lines, make sure you are thinking about how your lifestyle will change in the next 10 years or so. You're not going to want to renovate your kitchen every couple of years. So you need to think about, are you going to have more kids soon? Are you going to start entertaining more once your kids are a little bit older or is aging in place a concern? And what I mean by aging in place is are you going to stay in that home through retirement? Because if that's the case, then there are things that you want to consider um, like non-slip surfaces, the heights of countertops, the need like the um, area that you would need for a walker or a wheelchair to be able to maneuver in your kitchen. Like I've said before, these are all easily solved problems, but we just need to think about them beforehand and really consider what is going to be the best solution for you long term. Okay, so we went over consider your lifestyle and be future oriented. Now I want to touch on a little bit about your time frame. So the next thing to consider is make sure you have a realistic time frame. I always tell people, be prepared for your kitchen renovation to take a little bit longer than you originally planned and add a little bit of time onto what your general contractor says it will take. The timeline of your kitchen renovation is entirely dependent on how much you need to do to the kitchen. So if you are just doing a little upgrade where you're replacing the kitchen cabinetry and the countertops and the backsplash and you're keeping the layout the same and the flooring is staying the same, that is an entirely different project than a complete gut job where we're moving electrical and plumbing and gas and changing all of the layout and new floors. It's totally different Those are totally different projects and therefore totally different timelines. So some other things that can really affect your timeline, like I mentioned, how many utilities you're moving, whether you're replacing the floors, moving walls, supply chain issues, that's less of an issue now than it was before, but it can still greatly affect your timeline. 
how readily available contractors and subcontractors are in your area. And the list goes on and on and on. So many things can affect your timeline. But here are a couple ways to help your timeline along. As I mentioned when we were talking about lifestyle, spend a lot of time planning with your contractor and designer. Don't rush this process because you will probably miss things if you rush it and then you're going to end up with more bumps along the road and more problems to fix and therefore time added to the timeline. I think a really smart way to go about a kitchen renovation is don't demo anything until all of your supplies and appliances have been ordered and delivered. And along those same lines, order your materials and your appliances super early in the process, especially your appliances. These can take the longest time to get delivered, especially if you opt for more high-end appliances like a LaCour new stove or a Sub-Zero fridge. Those items are going to take a little bit longer to get delivered to your home. And the next thing to consider before you tackle a kitchen renovation is a realistic budget. Super fun to talk about, I know. Everybody's favorite topic. Kitchen renovations are often a little bit more expensive than people really realize, or a lot more expensive, to be honest. Different places on the internet say it could be roughly 10% of your home's value. I would say you're probably looking at fifty dollars to $75,000 minimum. I know people see on television that they can do a kitchen renovation with like custom cabinetry and all of the works for like $40,000, but in my experience, that's just not the case at all. Custom cabinetry is very expensive if that's something that you're looking for. And so that, you know, the kitchen TV, the TV prices that you see for a kitchen renovation are greatly underestimating the actual cost. And along those same lines, kind of like what I talked about earlier with Be Future Oriented, I really recommend you don't cut costs. Um, Like I said, it might seem like a good idea in the short term, but I think when you cut corners in the short term in terms of your materials and the quality that you're putting into your kitchen, you're going to end up spending more money in the long term to replace shoddy craftsmanship, old plumbing, poor planning, cheap materials that fall apart easily. It's just going to end up making your life harder and more expensive in the long term. So make a good investment on the front end and you'll thank yourself. So with that being said, if you feel like the budget might be tight before you even start the project, Just wait a year or two. Save up until you can get what you truly want. I know that's not the most glamorous or fun advice, but I do think it's probably the best advice. Good things come to those who wait, and I think you'll appreciate it longer if you wait a little while and get what you actually want. Here are a couple things that add up really quickly in terms of budget in a kitchen renovation. Moving plumbing, electrical, and gas, especially gas, I have found is pretty expensive to move. So if you are going to move your gas stove, that might cost a pretty penny. Plumbing includes everything from your sink and dishwasher and fridge, obviously, but that also includes things like adding a pot filler. You can't just stick a pot filler on a wall you you have to plumb it. And so that means 
that means an additional cost, which is fine if, if you plan for that in your budget, but just consider that beforehand. Another thing that I mentioned briefly before that is an expensive addition to a kitchen renovation is custom cabinetry. There is truly no replacement for custom cabinetry. It's so beautiful, but it is not inexpensive. If custom cabinetry isn't available to you, I would consider doing semi-custom cabinetry. Semi-custom cabinetry comes in more options and dimensions, and it allows you to kind of tailor things to fit your specific needs a little bit better than just ready-made cabinetry. Okay, so we have gone over considering your lifestyle, be future-oriented, have a realistic time frame, have a realistic budget, and finally, we are going to talk about finding the right team. A general contractor is a super important person in your project. They manage the entire project start to finish, and they are in charge of all of your subcontractors. I think it's especially important when you're looking to find a general contractor, a cabinet maker, or subcontractors, look at their work. And if you, I mean, if you can only look at photos, look at photos. But if you can see the real deal, do that. If you have a friend that you know, did a kitchen renovation and loved their general contractor. Look at the craftsmanship in person if you can. And if you have an inkling that something is off, keep looking. I always say a kitchen renovation or a bathroom renovation is a really long and arduous process. You will get to know your general contractor very well. And if you feel like something is a little bit kind of iffy in the beginning, I think that's a red flag and just keep looking. When you are looking for contractors, don't be afraid to ask questions. And this doesn't just go for a kitchen renovation. This is for anybody that comes into your home to do work on anything. I always think if somebody can't explain their job and their process to you simply and in ways that you understand... It's going to be a difficult process because you are going to run into much bigger problems later that need to be explained to you. And you want to make sure that that person can really explain the process in a way that's easy for you to understand and they are patient and kind about it. Because at the end of the day, if they're not willing to answer questions at the beginning of the process, when the rubber meets the road, they're going to be really difficult to communicate with later. And finally, while we're talking about finding the right team, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about interior designers, obviously. (laughs) Um, Interior designers make sure every detail is covered. So interior designers spend all day looking at kitchens and bathrooms and homes from a functional aspect and also from, you know, the pretty aspect. An interior designer is really thinking about those little details that are going to make your life easier, which general contractors absolutely no shade to them. They're not going to be thinking about that really. And so having an interior designer in your corner is just going to make sure that all of those little details get taken care of. So for instance, do you want dimmers? What countertop material will age best like we talked about earlier? Where are you going to store the air fryer or the crock pot? Do you have a place to store or display your grandma's china? What about that huge Thanksgiving platter? Do we have a place for that? 
What are the best options for ventilation? All of these are things that an interior designer thinks about before starting a project that will make the whole process go smoothly and ensure that you really love that finished product at the end. And one more thing on interior designers is I know it is an additional expense at the beginning of a project, but there is a reason why we exist. We are here to save you time and stress and expensive mistakes and ultimately money. We want this project to be successful and we want you to love your home for years and years and years and not have problems along the way. Okay, I hope I didn't completely overwhelm you. That is not my intention at all. I just want to be sure that before you take on this huge financial investment and time commitment of a kitchen renovation, that you know what you're getting into and that you plan to prevent mistakes in the future. I have enjoyed so much recording this podcast. This is probably like the fifth time I've recorded it, but I just need to be brave and publish it. (laughs) Um... But I'm looking forward to so many more fun episodes and sharing more knowledge and more tips with you. So I will see you guys next week. Bye.